it took a traumatic situation in mm. 2020, the biggest year everyone had online, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Right around, I think it was about October 2020, I got oh. robbed at gunpoint. Wow. My life changed dramatically. Wow. You know, being in D.C., relocating um, to Houston, Texas, mm -hmm. I, I just had my guards down, got yeah. caught slipping. But I didn't just get robbed of just by a gun and mm -hmm. just, you know, robbed of a Chanel bag and the AP. Like, I got robbed of my dignity, mm -hmm. my confidence, my self-esteem, my fearlessness as a woman. It took me about two years to recuperate. Mm -hmm. So it was, a, it was a long, so you're so, it's so interesting. I've heard of you. Now we have a relationship because we DM each other yeah, a lot. Yeah. But, and then, of course, see each other in the flesh. Yeah. But it's interesting. In that season where a lot of entrepreneurs are networking, mm -hmm. I was going through the worst season of my life. Calling me, can't come to work. Oh, that's ghetto. It's the fifth. Deadline was the first. Oh, that's ghetto. Payroll do again. Pockets hurt. Oh, that's ghetto. Good idea. Now we buy merch. Oh, that's ghetto. Payment miss. Oh, that's ghetto. Say she quit. Oh, that's ghetto. Laid on your rent. Rent is ghetto. New event. Oh, that's ghetto. Invoice in. to another episode of the ghetto ceo podcast where we keep it raw and unfiltered because we give you the truth behind being a ceo see when you get on instagram they show you the glamorous life of being a ceo but y'all it's a lot of tears that go behind these letters okay listen i like to bring you guys guests that's going to be transparent that's going to tell y'all the truth because you guys are messaging me daily talking about how much you can relate to this podcast so listen if you have been loving what we've been putting out make sure you like comment and subscribe on youtube but listen i need y'all youtube fans to go over there to the apple podcast the spotify podcast wherever you got the podcast there okay the listening podcast go and leave us a review download it okay because listen those reviews matter it show us and the streets that we really be talking about what we talking about okay now listen i'm excited to have this guest okay y'all are not this is not somebody that's new to y'all okay but i am excited to have her because i actually got to witness her this weekend in all of her glory and i would say it gave me a newfound like respect and admiration for this young lady so i want to welcome miss natalie nicole to the hey, podcast. Girl. hey girl listen your energy is amazing no thank you so happy to be here no thank you for being here and i want to say like you so this weekend i I was able to come and see you in Houston and girl it was just, it, even it was a brief moment because I stopped uh, in between the conference but I was like she, what she be talking about I like that I like because you know sometimes you get you just see people off Instagram you be like mm. Mm. I don't know about that <laughs> mm. no but no the energy was great so welcome to the ghetto CEO podcast but let them know who you are I'm cracking up because being a CEO can be ghetto at times. Very. And this weekend, even I saw you, I remember my security was like, is she good? I'm like, she's very good, you know? <laughs> so that was a ghetto moment yeah. where I was like, do I have to stop this? <laughs> but, you know, I give respect to where it's due. And again, thank you for having me. My name is Natalie. And of course, most people know me, Natalie Nicole. But Natalie is what it is. And most people know me for network marketing mm -hmm. in the Instagram world. Yeah, yeah. But I've been in entrepreneurship for over 10 years wow i opened up my first salon at 22 years old okay i did celebrity hair makeup for about 12 years what after graduating from howard university okay. in uh, public relations and business so that's my background my I foundation so throughout the years i pivoted 
And I realized throughout the years that I am the brands. Mm-hmm. So I've created more of a lifestyle brand. Yeah. So where I'm pivoting in now is not being boxed in anymore. Yep. You know, if I desire to do this business or this business, I don't want to be, you know, put in a category as I just need to do wellness or right. I just need to do women empowerment. So right. ultimately my goal is to impact um, lives all across the world, specifically you. women and helping yeah. them understand they're powerful through my truth through my stories, through my testimonies. Yes. You know, and one question that we always ask our CEOs, because no one asks us this, but how are you feeling? I feel good. And I have to be totally transparent. The day of my show, Mm -hmm. I was dehydrated. Yeah. So I I, I vomited like several times. And I was like, Lord, this is not your will. (laughs) (laughs) This cannot be your will. It's not it. Because... Being a CEO, you have to boss up. Mm-hmm. Um, being a CEO, you're not just going to cancel things because of your emotion. Mm-hmm. You're going to figure it out. And yeah. it was not life or death. Yeah. I'll figure it out and I'll get it together. Mm-hmm. So I feel great. I'm really big on my mental health. Yeah. I'm really big on self-care. Right after the show, I did IV drips. I went to the sauna. As soon as I got to Atlanta, I went to my favorite spot, the Four Seasons. Yes. Went Ooh. to the spa. Those spas are did, different. Those scrubs. It, the different. scrubs are amazing. Yes. I just, I take a lot of care into how I feel. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people just throw God in it, but I do believe that God desires for us to have dominion over our health Absolutely. and our mindset. So I'm Absolutely. always making sure that Natalie's feeling good. Now, I haven't always been like that. Yeah. How did you get there? Because, listen. It's not, you know, as you are growing and glowing through these CEO streets, a lot of times the business takes over what Natalie wants. And so how did you start to prioritize that for yourself? It took a traumatic situation in mm-hmm. 2020, the biggest year everyone had online, right? Yeah, yeah. Right around, I think it was about October 2020, I got oh. robbed at gunpoint. Wow. My life changed dramatically, wow. you know. Being in D.C., relocating um, to Houston, Texas, mm-hmm. I, I just had my guards down, got yeah. caught slipping. But I didn't just get robbed of just by a gun and yeah. just, you know, robbed of a Chanel bag and the AP. Like, I got robbed of my dignity, mm-hmm. my confidence, my self-esteem, my fearlessness as a woman. It took me about two years to recuperate. Mm-hmm. So it was a, it was a long. So you're so it's so interesting. I've heard of you. Now we have a relationship because we DM each other yes. a lot. But, and then, of course, see each other in the flesh. Yes. But it's interesting. In that season where a lot of entrepreneurs are networking, mm-hmm. I was going through the worst season of my life. Yeah. Yeah. So social media doesn't really tell it all because no. I'm trying to be strong. Yeah. You know? And that, it's crazy because social media make us feel like we have to be strong. I was, like listen. you can't show up weak. No. And that's when the game changed for me yeah. because right when I had the awakening of just like, Natalie, what do you want in life? Mm-hmm. Okay, you make this money. Yeah. But guess what? It was interesting because you work so hard. I'm sure you can relate mm-hmm. to make money. Then you make the money. Then you're not happy. Then you're not happy. You have no peace. Mm-hmm. And when you have no peace, you cannot operate. Yes. You, you cannot operate. You will throw it all away. Yeah. yeah. So I looked at my life and I said, okay, you have the cars, you have the material stuff, yeah. but it means nothing. Right. It's time to get in alignment with God's will for your life. Right. And I think that people spirituality is not a trend. Mm -hmm. You know, God is a lifestyle. Having a relationship with him, everyone is different. You don't have to like jump up and down at the church to say you love God. Absolutely. We all have our our relationship. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it was back to me getting that relationship right that got my mind back. And you know, sometimes, and I love that you said that, because sometimes in business, 
you feel like you the one doing it all. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel like you the one that got you this car. You the one got you the millions. You the one. And then God will check you and be like, hold on now. I need you to remember that the source is me. Right? Yeah. And I think it's super important. And I love that you are very open about your faith. Right? And yeah. I, I love that. Because a lot of times, I remember even at the um at the, the place in Houston, at your uh, spot in Houston, we um young lady asked the question about being 21 and trying to figure oh, it yeah. out. And Natalie was like, listen, you know, like giving her the real Girl, game. I'm going to tell you the truth. Because I think that social media is an uh, interesting playground to be at. It's very oh, dangerous. Very. Very dangerous. Very. Some streets is very dangerous. Very. Okay? Yes. And I, I'm i dedicating my life to being authentic. Mm -hmm. And if I'm going to be on social media, I want to stay authentic. I want to be myself. And I want to keep showing up as the best version of myself. Right. That's it. It is not. I'm not negotiating it anymore. Yeah. And when, so you, before you even got to this spot, you said you did hair and then you talked about you worked at the club in Houston. So No, not in Houston, D.C. Okay, okay D.C. So at, at co in college, I worked in the club from okay. 18 years old to about 28, gotcha. all in D.C. Okay, okay. And so, so I, is that where you're from? So I'm from Maryland. Okay. You know, people be real big now. <laughs> they have like the DMV. <laughs> right. So I'm from, I grew up in Silver Spring, Maryland. Okay. Went to Howard in 2005 and I, I've been in D.C. since. I love So, it. yeah, so grew up like adult life yeah. adulted in dc yes. it's it, life in dc taught me a lot it, it moves really fast and you you grow fast you know you can win big mm -hmm. when you're focused i've always been a very focused woman yeah. and when i do pivot i realized my personal brand was the main thing mm -hmm. that allowed me to pivot and be successful and, you know, I love that because I didn't, first of all, I didn't know you was from D.C. or Maryland, yeah. right? So that definitely makes sense. But I also tell people that exposure breeds clarity because I remember when I was trying to pick a school, I didn't know anything about Howard. But if really? I think about it now, girl, I would sign up <laughs> right now. So how was that experience going to HBCU? It was a big deal. I, that's one thing that I'm now celebrating again because yeah, yeah. you know you go through life and you hit these pivots mm -hmm. and you forget where you come from sometimes yeah, yeah. because they're always wanting that next level that right, next level that right, next level right. so I'm in a space of just flow and being grounded yes. and back to the grounded space that I'm in I'm celebrating you are a Howard University mm -hmm. graduate you, yes. have, you have a PR and business degree right and you should share that story that it was a big deal going to Howard University mm -hmm. you know I can Howard University, the name holds weight. I tell well people I went to Howard. Oh, let me call this person. Let me do yeah. this. I'm like, thank you. You yes, know, I appreciate that. I appreciate that very much. <laughs> you know, so going to Howard has been a blessing mm -hmm. in my life. I definitely believe that has helped my um, entrepreneurship journey okay. because I definitely get a lot of support in that space. In addition to that, at Howard, I had to grow up because, yeah. mind you, I grew up in a, a predominantly Jewish environment. Mm -hmm. So most people don't under, know that about me. I'm yeah. Trinidadian Guyanese. Okay. My mom's fam side grew up in a West Indian household. My dad's American, but I was raised in a West Indian household. Mm -hmm. So imagine growing up in a pre predominantly Jewish environment, but not really having money, you yeah. know, growing up in lack. I didn't have my own bed to sleep. I didn't have my own room since I was in third grade. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, second grade. Mm -hmm. So second grade is the last time I had my own room. Mm -hmm. So people say, well, how do you hustle? How do you grind? You're privileged. I was not privileged at all. Mm -hmm. I have great parents. They love me, but they gave me what they could. Right. You know, so being that they gave me what they could, 
that's where the hustle came in. Right, right. And going to Howard, I was a hustler. I don't believe I got a chance to be a student a hundred percent because I got into the bottle service industry mm-hmm. and from the bottle and the service industry got into dating dope boys. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, dating those guys in the streets yeah. got into me being a hustler and makeup artist and mm-hmm. hairstylist. And yeah. I never stopped. So right. me getting robbed was like, I don't want to say it was God's way of stopping me, <laughs> but it was, I never stopped. So yeah. from 20 years old, all the way up to 33, mm-hmm. I never stopped. Stop. Yeah. I never had a moment to say, you graduated. Mm-hmm. Job well done. You went to Veda Institute. Yeah. You're a statistician. Job well done. You opened a salon at 22 years old. Six yeah. figures your first year. Job well done. I never gave myself that time. Mm-hmm. So Howard was a big deal, but I'm now understanding that at my big age now you know you know i love that because a lot of times as entrepreneurs we don't give ourselves grace no we don't give ourselves grace and we do not celebrate no no like it is it's it's unfortunate i'm in a space now where i am normalizing new adult sister friendships because as you grow and evolve you do need to surround yourself with people that are going through similar things Mm -hmm. because I've always been the entrepreneur and I love my friends, but we've grown so much. Right. And as much as you can love somebody, that doesn't mean that they're supposed to be a part of your journey at that moment. So now I'm like circling back, you know, revisiting some relationships, but ultimately for me to get to my next dimension, I have to own where I am right now, Mm -hmm. appreciate how far I have came and then align with God and then get accountability. You get what I'm saying? Because there is an easier way to get there. Being a CEO doesn't have to be so ghetto. It don't have to be. Being a CEO does not have to be so ghetto. (laughs) Get some help. Okay. And I say that because a lot of people gatekeep and I, Uh I, people use that word very loosely. When I say that, if I am looking to get the best accountant, Mm-hmm. I don't want you to send me someone that's giving you a referral fee. Mm-hmm. Give me mm-hmm. somebody that the changed best. your life. Yeah. Don't give me someone you used back in the day. Right. Give me the one you using now and yeah. tell me why you left the one that you were trying to give me because. Do you understand you know? me? Yes. If you are doing credit and again, I don't, I'm not my business real heavy on Instagram. That's yeah. one thing about me. <laughs> like, you know, that's like if it wasn't for our organic connection Uh I just mind my business you know the reason being is there's so much going on Mm -hmm. I have to stay focused and you're guilty by association so I don't even want to ask you for any favors or ask you for any help unless I know that this is a soul connection Mm -hmm. where I can really like say you know says I'm going through this I need a good videographer there's no reason why in Atlanta at one point having trouble with a videographer or having trouble with it took me like you know my friend he gives me a lot of resources but overall I have been searching for things yeah. for so long and the people just give me the people they used to use because yep. they don't want their person to get too busy. And I understand it, yeah. but when you have character in your brand, yep. the people around you should always honor you, exactly. you know, and be honest with whomever else. Right. So that's kind of where I'm at right now is just like re-changing the narrative of how it, how it feels to be a CEO, mm-hmm. a sister friend, yes. and that woman that still wants to be a mom and a wife. Yes. Like we deserve it all, yes. and we don't have to limit ourselves no. anymore. We can, and we can have it all. And I think so many times we've heard like, "Well, you got to pick. You either got to have the successful business, no. or you could be the mom." Or you, no, no, no. Why I can't have it all? And that's where systems come in. That's yeah. where foundational um, transitions happen as well. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you know this. 
a lot of brands. We don't. I, I love your platform because there's so many things we did back then that does not mm-hmm. work now. No fix. Especially with AI and there's like virtual. Child. There's so many yeah. things we can do to implement now to yeah. make things work. Yeah. So I'm in a space now where it's like, okay, if God promised me heaven on earth, I'm going to, I'm going to get this heaven on earth. Yes, and I'm no longer going to put myself through struggle yes. and pain and anxiety. I am rebuking that in my life yeah. because I lived with that for so long. Yeah. So back to the first question, when I feel that in my chest, like after mm-hmm. the event, I was excited, but I didn't celebrate it. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, what's next? And what do we got to I looked at myself like, you're sick. Yeah, you know? very good. <laughs> if I would have known that, girl, we would have went somewhere, okay? Well, because... I didn't, so we went to, like, dinner, but it still was, like, entertainment. Yeah, you get yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So I'm in a space now mm. where I'm taking the time to unplug. Yeah, you need that. Now. you can't be turned on. All, and not to say that you, like, faking or with this. Oh, yeah. Guy, but it's energy. Like, you you need people that you really, I can take my wig off. I can lay here. Yeah. And we could just kiki, have fun, watch. TV and you don't got to entertain me. I don't got to entertain you. No, we can be on the phone. We can be quiet. (laughs) So I have that now. So in my life now, I I call it low maintenance relationships. Uh I am big on that. Like I'm big on, like if I didn't call you back, do not get mad. We're going to talk. Okay, but I, you know, right. I love you. Yeah, I love you. If you see me on live, do not say nothing. Yeah, don't yes. comment. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> don't bring that energy. Because I don't want to feel like that. Yeah, yeah. So I love where we are now. Yeah, acknowledging how we feel. Yeah, I think that mental health has been such a like negative thing to mm-hmm. speak about, but that's important. Yeah, having friendships that don't trigger you. Is important. You know, and for so long, I remember, like, I didn't listen to those triggers. Like, I knew when I got around certain people, like, I just would feel, you know, this uneasy. Thing. You were like, ooh. It's very much is, something. Something. <laughs> something. Yes. You're like, it's something about this I don't know what it is, you know, and I just wouldn't <laughs> listen to it. But um, I had a friend tell me, because I was telling her about a situation, and she said, how do you feel when you're around that person? And I was explaining, she said, listen to yourself. And that was the first time it clicked. And that didn't make that person a bad person. Yeah. It's just that I don't really like when you do this. Yeah. And I kind of see when you do this. <laughs> this is what's up. You know what I mean? Like, so let uh, me just take me up out the yeah, equation right. sometimes. And I love it. It's a thing. Like, it's a real thing. It's awareness. Yes. I feel like when you start to spark that part of the mind and you're aware of mm-hmm. how you're feeling, yeah. that's when every other part of your body is able to be well. Right. And our two most important organs in our bodies, our heart and our, our brain. Mm-hmm. And it's so important how we treat it. Yes. So imagine if someone's always making you feel like this, it affects our heart. Yep. And mentally we're like, I don't know about that. I don't know. And we <laughs> and the thing is, we're also training ourselves to be okay with things that are yeah. not making us feel no. okay. I'm not okay with that. No. Yeah. And we should speak up. Now, and I love that for us though. Mm, now. I love that. I love us. that for us right now because now I'm like, I actually don't like that. Yes, yes. And you know, people yes. invite you places, like I actually don't want to go mm, no. now. But yeah. before it was not like that. Oh no! I just feel like you had. I had to go. I had to do. I had to be. I had to be okay with it. But yeah. now it's something about finally putting yourself first. Yeah, you know, it's some type of like just empowerment to say, no, I don't want that. Yeah. I don't mean any harm, but I don't want it. And yeah. I think I hope. <laughs> Y'all are getting this because this is when you get that level of awareness, it releases and frees you from all these things that you feel like you're tied to. 
It's important. And I think that it also heals trauma. Mm -hmm. I feel like from a child, there were things I did to fit in being in those type of environments that I didn't necessarily want to do. But I did it Mm -hmm. for the sake of being accepted. Yes. Because when you're a child, you want to be accepted. Yes. Who doesn't want to be liked as a child? Yes. So as you grow, you start to, you're more aware of yourself. It's like, you know what? I'm a people pleaser. Right. And, and you gotta identify that. You got and you gotta speak to. It. I remember, like you said, as a child, I remember even guys that I would have to, I would talk to. And I'm like, I don't really like him, but <laughs> I think I have to. Like, or you would make it transactional where if I want you to give me something, I gotta give you a part of me. And it's like now it's like this transactional thing, and you're now taking this trauma into your adulthood, and you figuring out well why you can't have a successful relationship because all of that unhealed things that you just ain't touched on and. That's the beauty of where we are right now, because mm-hmm. there is a, a, I believe it's a moment where the world is being shaken right now, yes. and you either can shake in the direction that God is calling you to shake, yep. go into, yep. or you can just stay in a, a, a stuck space. Yes. And when it comes down to healing, mm-hmm. I think souls are realizing that hey, there's something that isn't right about mm-hmm. this. Why is it that I don't have a successful relationship? Yep. Why can't I keep friendships? Right. Why? Don't like keep employees. Maybe there's something that I am doing that I have to pivot and not living in shame, not feeling like you owe your past this big type of farewell party. No, like I'm not going to do that. Right. No, we're moving on. We're moving forward. And that's how like where I'm at too. Mm -hmm. And again, even because not to my love life, just owning like, okay, what do you want? Not mm-hmm. what does that person want? Yes. What do you want? Because one hole plus another hole equals two. Yes. It takes two people in a healthy relationship yes, to be whole, right? Yep. So even in the friendship, what are things I like from to have in the friends? Mm-hmm. And how can I show up as her? Yep. So I think being able to really pivot in that space yes. and go back and fix. And then even you might be in a, a relationship or a friendship and you're like, I don't even like that anymore. Right. right. I really don't even care to do those things with you anymore and being able to articulate that. And I I feel like it's a sensitive space to be in, a vulnerable space to be in. Oh, very vulnerable. But it's so freeing. So how did you, because I feel like as we get older, right, we start to um, have to, like, peel people off. Like, it's like an onion. You got to, like, okay, you got to stay over there. I got to do this. But it's harder because we're in a public light. So how do you deal with, like, relationships that you have maybe been public with or people, like, know y'all, this your girl. Like, now you like, mm, she being weird to me. Like, I can't be in a relationship. Like, how do you deal with it? So it's two things. What I, what I love and hate about social media, they will tell the story. Before you tell. Right. So <laughs> one thing I have owned in this space of my life is social media can think what they want. Mm, I love that. That's like my freedom right now. Yeah, yeah. Even when it comes down to everything in my life, from mm-hmm. my business, dating life, yeah. you can think what you want. As long as me and that person have clarity, mm-hmm. we're good. Yeah. So when it comes down to Natalie... This is where I am right now. Interestingly enough, I have co-branded with network marketing so much Mm -hmm. that people do not know I have a Harvard degree. I've been in the beauty industry for 10 years. I've been so hair since I was 19 years old. I did this thing, these things for a long time. So you feel like people view you only as at one point. I feel like I fixed it. I successfully fixed it. I like it. I like it. I did it 
intentionally recently. Okay. So I don't care what they say. Oh, you don't hang out with these people. No, like I'm rocking with Natalie right now. Yeah. I have done so much for people for so many years. I am, I'm figuring out what color I like again. <laughs> I'm figuring out what food I like. Yeah, I'm figuring yeah. out, do I even like this? Do I yeah. like these clothes? Like I'm figuring out so much. It's so beautiful right now. And anyone that loves me has to respect that. Yeah. So if you feel like I'm not hanging out with you or FaceTiming you or calling you or being yeah. funny, that's a personal issue that you have within yourself. Right. Because if you are respecting the the space I'm in and the trauma I just got mm-hmm. out of, I am healing. Yes. And that's Jesus. Okay. You know, Jesus. Like, <laughs> right? It's like, you yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm like, I am figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't want to explain everything. Yeah. And at moments, like, I am, like, I'm actually an introvert. Most people don't really understand, mm. know that. And like, let me be that, you know, I know how to be social and I, I love being by myself mm-hmm. or with my person. Yes. Like, if you're, let's say you're my person. Yes. I, I'm like that. I'll be on my, hey girl, I'm, let's just watch TV, do our work. Mm-hmm. Are you cool with that? Yes. And like, we don't got to talk. I'm like, get on the phone, go in the room. and But your presence is just you get what you I say? are here. And I think that that's where I'm like redefining now. And I pray that anyone that has been around me can accept that mm-hmm. and whoever can't accept it, I'm okay. Yeah. You know? So even network marketing, I'm still in network marketing. I'm yeah. still one of the top earners in my company, but I don't have to over explain that on Instagram. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? As long as my team is making money, that's as long as I'm available. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Right. But I am in my healing season. Listen, it's giving Natalie 2.0 and I'm here for it. Thank you, sis. <laughs> I thank you. I, I love it. Here I, I'm here it. for you too because, and I also I will say this, I'm keeping it a buck. Don't listen to what people be saying on Instagram. Don't Listen. like, do not do that because you can get caught up. I remember when we were on Clubhouse one time. Someone said something to me like, oh shit, she be doing this. I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't care enough, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but I didn't know you. Mm-hmm. And we have to get, listen we have to stop this gossiping yeah and we got to stop telling stories on people that you don't know the story yeah you get what i'm saying because i know the stories about me it's crazy like fun stories oh she be with this person she does this until you get to know me Mm -hmm. that's when we can shape that relationship or that narrative but i I love what you're doing because you've been consistent yes you get what i'm saying Yes. And everybody was trying to hit a lick in the pandemic. <laughs> we were trying to figure it out. Listen, and it's crazy because I've been doing this. This is my 10 year in business. Exactly. And oh, a lot of too. people, yeah, see, and a lot of people don't realize that this is consistent. Now, can I say that I've made mistakes along the way? Absolutely. Absolutely. But one thing that I, I always say, and I'm very, um, I defend myself on is my character, my heart. If you know me, you know my heart. Like, yeah. I'm here to help, you know? Yeah. And so I love how we are you know, getting in this new season, like, let's just get to know people. I love that. I think what you said about the character and integrity, mm-hmm. as long as you're cool with who you are, yeah. it doesn't matter what people think. But I will say as an entrepreneur, yeah. as someone that is seasoned like yourself, mm-hmm. I have cared what people thought for so long. Yes, and yes. the bondage behind that, Ooh, it, it depicted my relationships. Mm-hmm. Even people working with me and me defending, oh, I'm not like this. It's like, yeah. why am I defending myself to someone that already has this idea about me? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. cool. Do what you do. I'm going to do what I do. Fix. So it took me time to get there. And then where we are now, which I love, which mm-hmm. you mentioned as well, is like, well, you've been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. I remember the pandemic, we all were trying to survive. We were all trying to figure it out. Yeah. Even though we had something great going on, yeah. we were still figuring out how do we operate in this space. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So even like I had mad people join me in TLC. I had people buy products from me. Maybe I wasn't the best customer service yeah. rep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're figuring it out. 
You get what I'm saying? So yes. I, I love that for everybody right now where we get to own where we are mm-hmm. and utilize, yep. of course, AI and all these yep. different things, but to do it at our own flow. Absolutely. I think in the pandemic, everybody was rushing to get all the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was like, a million dollar day, million dollar hour. Right. And I love that for everybody. But now it's time to get back to grounded. Sustainable. Like, what's sustainable? What you, is sustainable? Yes. And how much money do you really need to survive and to generate wealth? Yes. Because if you don't know what to do with your money, you're never going to generate wealth. Nope. And every dollar that you make is not your dollar. No. And I had to, I had to understand that with myself. I'm speaking yeah. from my own experience. Yes, I, before I, I got here, I was at the mall and I yes. said, girl, you can't buy that. <laughs> it's like, I have the money to buy, but yeah, I can't yeah. buy that. I got other stuff to do. Yeah, we have responsibility. Yes. Like, it's called adulting. It, it, it's, it's called ghetto sealing. Yes, girl. Because <laughs> it is ghetto, child. It gets real serious over here. Real, when you gotta tame yourself. Because right? it's like, I do, then you be having conversations, you be like, I deserve that, but I need to pay this. And, and then, then you're like, I, I got this coming in, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. So when you think about being a CEO is ghetto, and what is the ghettoest thing that you think about? Like, this, the fact that I had to learn this, be this, uh, go through this, like, what is that thing for you? I think it's two things, hiring people. And I feel like for so many years, I hired people for the personality and who they are versus the position. I didn't hire based upon the skill set. I hired based upon the need. Mm -hmm. So as I am in this space now, Mm -hmm. escaping the ghetto CEO life. I think it's in me at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. But it's like I'm surviving in yes. it. And I feel good because I'm now going into thrive mode. Mm. So now I no longer hire people just because I need you. I'm hiring mm. you because this is what you're great at. This yep. is your skill set. Yep. And now we're gonna we're gonna establish healthy boundaries. Yes. And we're gonna make sure that you know your job description. Uh-huh. You're gonna sign this NDA yes. because I can think that's the ghettoest thing I ever did is hiring people based upon a need. And, you know, and I told my team the other day, as I'm building out my team, Uh I said, I don't want to live on the defense. I want to live on the offense. Yes. And I love how you have, even with your your shows, the Mm -hmm. conversation we had before the show, just being able to have things in the bucket. Mm -hmm. You know, who wants to live like that? Where you're always in scarcity, you're always spreading, you're always stressed. I don't want to live like no, that. No, I don't deserve No, I don't deserve like that. Like, Apple already knows their Christmas campaign. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yep. Lululemon already knows their summer campaign yep. in January. Yep. So now I'm in the space now, like, okay, Natalie, you need to hire people that can think, mm-hmm. you know? And now you need to be able to communicate effectively as a leader. Yes. As a leader, a pinnacle leader. One of yes. my favorite books is John Maxwell, Five Levels of Leadership. And mm-hmm. when I discovered... At a time, even making a lot of money, I was still positional. Yeah. You're positional because of who you are and where you are right now. Absolutely. But when you get to pinnacle leadership, people honor with, with your position. Yep. And guess what? They can follow you. Yes. They'll, follow, they'll follow you anywhere yes. because they know they can trust you. You're not going to lead them to anywhere else but the best place because you are in line with God's will for your life. Mm. So that's where I am right now. It's like now that I can hear from God and I now can feel him. I now can speak out of love. I can now say things out of love. Yeah. I now can hear what someone's trying to say yes. without shutting them down. Because I used to be like, that don't sound right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm yes. working on it to this day. Yes, yes. I'm like, just like, 
quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, don't say anything. Like, you know? let me think about it. Yeah, because it's like, if you have nothing nice to say back when a child, uh-huh. you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. We need the foundations again. Uh, okay. <laughs> we need the foundations again. ABC's entrepreneurship. Uh, facts. Okay. Like, nice. Just, but you know, <laughs> hiring is hard and dealing with other people's personalities and understanding, especially like, I'm, I'm my only child. So it's just oh, wow. like, I ain't got to deal with, like, I don't know how to deal with your personality. I don't have to deal with me and me only. You know what I'm saying? So it definitely is a struggle. So I love, love that you are overcoming it all. You know, one thing that I always say, the sign of a good leader, um, and when you get into good leadership, is being healed. Yeah. When you heal yourself from within, you can become a better leader. Oh, yeah. It's like a aha moment mm-hmm. where you just can switch it at any moment. Yes. So there's certain things in my life. People probably around me like, oh, my God, she's like, different now yeah. is like I'm not tolerating anything but top tier treatment period from communication from del- if you have deliverables mm-hmm. do your best yes do your best if you want your 1099 yeah. position yes 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 I say kind now I'm like listen I enjoy working it's with the you. smile it's the smile <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy working with you month to month yes I do it's the month to month <laughs> I enjoy, because you don't, you're not going to put me in that type of space where yes. I feel like I owe you money every month right. and you're not delivering your job. Facts. Do your job. Do Please. it well. The same way how you want your invoice paid every month. <laughs> On time. Because I begin the invoice. I'm like, I look at them like, you didn't do one thing last month. But, but then guess what? I used to pay those invoices yeah. with that feeling in my heart that I'm like, why am I paying this person? Mm-hmm. So the point where you are going in a downward spiral and you now are living your your entrepreneurial life mm-hmm. with regret. Yep. And now you can't be your best self yep. because you don't have proper people around you yes. to support you. Yes. Yeah, I look through every email, every text. I'm like looking at my email team and we have to, we have to change several times because mm-hmm. I'm like, why are you speaking like that? Yeah. yeah. I look at the emails like, I say, you know what? It's not your fault. It's my fault. I go, now I do that. Mm-hmm. It's not your fault. It's my fault. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's okay. It's okay. I we about to fix this. I go back. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you go back to the invoice? Yeah. Okay, we got two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to monitor this person for two weeks. Yeah. I'm going to have a call with this person. Yep. I'm going I'm to communicate how I feel. Yep. And if we can't get to that next dimension, I'm already in the process of hiring next. Yes. And you got, and that's one thing that I have learned, always be hiring. Yeah. Always be hiring. So what would you tell, before we wrap up, what would you tell a CEO that's dealing with this right now? They got, they all in the weeds of this. Yeah. What would you tell them to get them through? So for the CEO that's in a space where you're trying to figure it out, maybe you had some success, maybe you're stuck. I don't know where you are right now. Breathe is going to be okay. Next, you got to pray. You got to pray and ask God to give you clarity. And I'm not talking about the Instagram prayers. I'm talking about unplug and plug into God. Mm -hmm. And when you're able to plug into God, he now downloads strategy. Mm -hmm. He downloads clarity. And there's so many parts of my life, sis, that I'm like, man, I wish I would have just talked to him about it first. Mm -hmm. And as you are propelling it as a CEO, understand that sweatless victories have your name on it. What does that mean? You don't have to live a life of struggle. You don't have to live a life of struggle. There are people and resources and tools waiting for you. Mm -hmm. But you have to have the wisdom and you have to be able to have the confidence Mm -hmm. to make these decisions. And last but not least, 
go. Mm. Go. If you got to do it scared, do it scared. Mm -hmm. If you got to do it fearful, do it fearful. Because faith and fear can't operate in the same space. I say that a lot. Faith and fear cannot operate in the same space. Either you have faith and you trust God or you're going to be scared and just don't do anything. If you are going to be a CEO, you have to do it scared. Yes. Because no one is going to save you. Yes. And when I realized nobody was going to save me, no one owed me that's, oh, here, let me just give you a life jacket. Right. You know, like, no one's going to do that. As soon as I understood that, says, I promise to you, that's when things just start getting clearer. I breathe more. Mm-hmm. You know, I pray more. I relax more. When issues happen, I do nothing. I had an issue going on the other day. I did nothing. Like, get back with me by 1 o'clock p.m. Absolutely not. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Right. Because you're putting me in a box. Right. And I, I need time to think. Yes. And anything that's urgent for you and it's not urgent for me, mm-hmm. yep. then whatever God is going to do with this, he'll do. I'm not saying just... Just ignore people's deadlines. Yeah, yeah. But if you have this uneasy, your easy mm-hmm. spirit, this feeling in your spirit, right. don't Take do it. Yeah. So that's what I would say. Because it'll, it'll be all right. There's moments where I thought that it was over. Look at me here. Yes. Right on this couch. Right here, y'all. Right on the couch, chilling. Listen, so I've actually never asked anybody to do, do this, but I would love for you to leave this episode in prayer. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for bringing us here together, Lord. Thank you so much for covering your child, Monterey, and allowing her to understand that she has an assignment on her life, Lord, an assignment to be able to live on purpose, an assignment to be able to do your will, Lord. Right now, I'm asking for any viewer right now that has a business that's feeling any anxiety, release that anxiety in their body right now, Lord. Allow them to understand that you are God and you're God all by yourself. You don't need our hurt. You don't need our sadness. You don't need our worry. You just need us to keep showing up and having faith. Right now, I'm asking you to just grant us peace, love, abundance, and allow us to understand that this next season is going to be one of the best seasons of our life. We love you. We adore you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Y'all, thank y'all for tuning in for the Ghetto CEO Podcast. Listen, if you need a, a new win, just scroll back. Okay, and go to Natalie's prayer, okay, and listen to that every day so you can keep going. Thank you for listening to the Ghetto CEO podcast, and I'll see y'all in the next episode. Bye.